podcast contains spoilers to some of your favorite cheesy holiday movies. As if you don't already know that the world is saved from the perils of evil and they all live happily ever after. Because, well, magic or spirit or some suspension of disbelief type shit. Hello, I am Dustin. Hi, I'm Ashley. Welcome to the Hokey Holiday Review Season 3 Finale. The Season 3 Finale, we are closing out this season with New Year. We did not do a New Year movie, New Year's movie, last year. We've never done one. We have never done one, that's right. So this is our first time, and our topic today, we're just going to start with a lovely conversation about resolutions. Yeah, I think, you know, normally I'm like, oh, it's cheesy, but... I'm at a point where I'm trying to get some stuff accomplished in my life, and I feel like this is the time to do it. It so, is. So I'm all about it. It is the time to do it. Um, I think like one kind of one of the questions that I wanted to present to you is resolutions, yay or nay, and you are obviously a yay for it. Yeah, I say yay. What What do you think? Um, I think two different things. On the one hand, it's probably a bit hypocritical, but, you know, I'm going to share it anyway. Um, you all can judge me. That's fine. But I, I, I'm both yay and nay for it. Um, every year you get the cheesy, cheesy cheese of people being like, new year, new me. And granted, these days... The new year, new me is more like a, a when we say it, we say it ironically. We don't really say it genuinely anymore um, because it's such a token coined term. Um, and then like a month in, everybody just loses their resolutions. Like they just stop doing them. They just give it up. Like they gave up candy for Lent and then ate candy two days in. Like it's, it's for, for those of you that are not religious lent is a catholic holiday um well it's not a holiday it's a catholic thing where you give something up at easter time and i'm not going to get into it anyway so on on the one hand they're kind of cheesy and so i'm like oh resolutions blah, blah, blah. okay whatever see you all in a month when you guys all suck at it um but that being said here's where the hypocritical part comes in um, I love a good reset and I am with everybody else in the world that like now is a good time where like one and one year's ending, one year's beginning. Um, and it, when I go to make changes, my whole like body, mind and spirit has to be aligned and you got to be in the right mindset. And one year ending and a new one beginning is a great time for you to just like get supercharged about doing something new and doing something different and that's when like you get in that right mindset your whole chakra is aligned and you are just ready to go so yay or nay I think having goals is nice I think you're more yay than nay I think I am too I just like to make fun of people that 
are like seriously new me new year new me it's like no it's the new it's new year old you like we'll see you in a month so you like to make fun of people who are trying to better themselves whoa that's what i heard i don't know whoa that's not at all what i said i just like to make fun of people that are super gung-ho about it and then a month later they're like yeah i gave that up like three weeks ago like it lasts like a week yeah that's that's fair. I'm not trying to like make fun of them. I'm just saying what historically happens and how it's kind of a funny trend to kind of troll a little. That's all I'm saying. You're right. I was but, just giving you trouble. But also, uh, can we talk about the new trend? The new trend where What's that? we got tired of because we were making fun of people, because everybody makes fun of people for having resolutions. Mm-hmm. We decided to flip the script at some point and start calling them goals. And so I don't know if you noticed, but I saw a lot of posts this year and some TikToks where people were like, oh, I'm not really doing resolutions this year. Um, I'm, I'm setting goals. And I'm like, that's the same thing. I feel like it could be different. I feel like a resolution is a more, it's a more overall encompassing thing, right? Where you're changing like a big thing when a goal is just like, you have a goal for, (laughs) it's hard to explain, but I feel like it's a smaller thing. Like, it's not like you're not changing a whole thing about yourself. You're just like trying to accomplish something within something you're already doing. If that makes any sense. You are speaking of like breaking it down into smaller steps. Yeah. So, like, if you are, if you resolve, we'll say, if you resolve that you are going to get healthy, you're saying that the goals are actually, like, setting individual goals for how to accomplish that resolution. So, the goals would be exercise, diet, not drinking soda, not having as much candy, but the overall resolution is just be healthy correct i think that's a great way to put it yeah i mean i guess so i guess when you put it that way that that is a point i was thinking that like oh resolutions if you break down resolutions that word the the root word is resolute which i Mm -hmm. think means i'm gonna look that up what Webster has to say. I think I know what it means, but what? I cannot put it into right words. Resolution, like how high quality your TV screen looks. It's a wrong resolution. That joke went over your head. So if you break down the word resolution, the root word is resolute, which means, according to the dictionary, admirably purposeful, determined, and unwavering. And so I think that that how people have described it is resolutions are so, like, unwavering. They are a statement that you are making that you are going to accomplish something Whereas goals are a little bit more compassionate. They're, they're things that you want to reach, but there's less pressure to reach them because they're just goals instead of like a concrete thing that you have told yourself you're going to make. 
right? Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's easier to say I'm going to accomplish this small goal than change everything. Okay, you keep coming back to the positive side of it. And I mean, I guess that's I guess that's very admirable. Someone's got to do it in this house. <laughs> it ain't finna be me. Yeah, we know. Anyway, what are your goals then? I think the the main goal or resolution, whatever you want to say. What are your goals? Um, I think this is a year all about just getting healthy. Yeah. Physically, mentally, all of the above. Yep. But it has started with one day of a diet that sucks so far. Walked out of work earlier, smelled some really good food, kind of bummed me out. I'm really sorry. It's okay. Gotta be strong. You said you had a whole list of goals or, or resolutions. What other goals do you have? Um, I mean, really, that's like the main thing. Okay. Like, there's a few small things here and there, but like, that's like, I'm not really thinking about that at the moment. It's like, this is what I'm focused on right now. I gotcha. I gotcha. And that is a good point that you can work on re one resolution or one goal at a time. Nobody ever talks about that. They always just say, oh, yeah, these are my resolutions that I'm starting at the first of the year. And, like, no wonder they fail. Yeah. Because you're trying to do too much. Too much. Yeah. Yep. You're trying to do too much all at once. And so remember that, friends. You don't have to do all of your resolutions or all of your goals right out the gate. You can work on one after the other. That's right. Are you, are you going to ask me what my goals are? What are your goals? Oh, thank you for asking. That's so sweet. Um, my goals are similar to yours. I am nearly at the end of one phase of my fitness journey. Um, and I hate calling it that because that's what like, that's what the, the I don't, I don't know. It's just, my journey. It's just my journey. Um, but it is, it's been a fucking journey. Um, I've been working on it for like the last like five or six years or something, just this one phase. And I'm finally so fucking close, um, that my goal is to finish that phase that I'm very close to finishing and then move on to the next phase of my fitness journey, um, which is to go back to kickboxing. I haven't been able to go kickbox, um, since I had COVID, which was two years ago. And so um, I am eager to get back to kickboxing. Um, one of my other goals is to go back to therapy because I love having somebody to talk to about all of my problems. You do love to talk. I do love to talk and I can pay somebody to listen to me. It's glorious. And um, let's see. I'd like to buy a house. I concur. Buying a house would be pretty dope. Um, so I think those are my my major goals. I don't know if resolution. I don't. I don't know if buying a house counts as a goal or, or a resolution by your definition. Um, we're gonna call mm -hmm. it a resolution. I'm sure that there are a million other goals that I would have to break down to actually get to buying a house. Yeah, we're getting really deep here. Yeah. Let's undeepify this and talk yeah. about this movie. Let's talk about dumb movies. Okay, bye.
speaking of saying yay to New Year's resolutions in general or goals uh, and saying yay to New Year resolutions for us, we are also saying yay to this movie. And what's it called? It's called Uh 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 A New Year's Resolution. Ah. Ah, we could have guessed that. Easy peasy. Um, Anyway, so this one just gets right to the point. Name of it is A New Year's Resolution. Uh, We watched it on Hulu, but it is a Hallmark original movie, so you can watch it on uh, on Hallmark. Yeah, and it's uh, starring Amy Teagarden, who looks like Sutton Foster. She looks exactly like her, almost like she could play her sister. I don't, I don't, I've never seen Amy Teagarden in anything else, but... If if her and Sutton Foster have not played sisters yet, they absolutely need to. Because for most of this movie, I kept looking at her and seeing Sutton Foster, whom I love. Yeah. And we had uh, Michael Raddy, who uh, could pass as Paul Rudd's stunt double. That's what I believe. He did look like Paul Rudd a lot, like especially from like a profile. Yeah, it was like, yeah, it was more the side thing and behind. Like some parts of his face weren't quite there. If you squint, maybe. Yeah, he totally could could be Paul Rudd's stunt double. It was pretty insane. Uh, the it, it was directed by Leslie Demetriatis and written by Sarah Montana. And props to Sarah because this was a, a pretty well written script, in my opinion, as far as cheesy holiday movies go. Is that Hannah's sister? <laughs> Hannah Montana. I get it. Or Joe's daughter. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah. So the synopsis of this film, when a morning show producer makes a New Year's resolution to say yes more, she crosses path with a confirmed yes man who just might hold the key to her biggest story and to her heart. Oh my God. That's so cute. Let's roast it. Let's go. This movie is set in guess what city well clearly it's one of these cheesy holiday movies so it has to be like new york no or chicago no perhaps london oh no or maybe just a small town in tennessee Mm, good guess but no where is this movie it is in milwaukee ah milwaukee is that algonquin for the good land people say milwaukee that's is that like a thing? It's a movie quote. So. Oh, I haven't seen that movie. <laughs> Wayne's apparently. World. Oh, I haven't seen that movie in a long time. Yeah, I have seen that movie, yeah. not in a long time. Anyway, <laughs> so yeah, a nice change being set in Milwaukee because usually we see if they're not in like a small s- southern town um, out out in the country, then it's in like a bigger city like New York or Chicago or even LA mm-hmm. um, or in just different countries. Uh, but this one's in Milwaukee, which was a nice change. Um, however, there's a couple of fun facts about the filming of this being in Milwaukee. Um, all of the exterior shots taken of the television studio that is set in this movie are actually filmed at City TV's The Forks Building in Winnipeg, which, as we know, is in Canada. A. Um, a, Canada, A. 
And um, so they kind of give themselves away a little bit that it's actually like filmed in Canada. And the funny part is another fun fact that there is no border at all with Canada that is even near Milwaukee. Oh, interesting. It's kind of a boring fun fact, isn't it? It's geography. I think geography is interesting. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Then, yeah, then it's kind of interesting because they obviously shot something that was very obvious, obviously Canadian in Canada, but Milwaukee is nowhere near the border of Canada. So they couldn't even be like, oh, yeah, like we filmed it and it's just like right across the border. Uh, no, they couldn't even fake that. Unless you don't know geography. Yeah, then Mil- Milwaukee is like right next to Canada. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, geographically speaking, compared to like Alabama. Yeah, it's like it's Idaho, Milwaukee, Canada. I think that's it. What? What? I need to study a map again, I guess. Yeah, I'll pull out the atlas for you. Because <laughs> we have one. We should get an atlas. I'm, I should have got you an atlas for Christmas. Dang, missed opportunity. My birthday's coming up. There we go. So the let's just talk about some of the, the typical cheesy holiday movie things. Because this movie actually was not a typical cheesy holiday movie. It was actually better. It was pretty good. Yeah, it was a good way to end the season um, because it didn't make me hate everything. I I did I did enjoy it. Yeah, I and like you said, after we finished watching it, like that was almost a movie that could have been in theaters. That like you go and see. Like at one point in the movie, I was like into it. Usually, I watch these movies and like I can never fully get into it because there's just way too much to make fun of and way too many comments to make. But I was actually like for like. A little bit of time, I forgot that we were watching a movie that we're supposed to be making fun of. Yeah, and I I agree with that. But, you know, there are certain things that that came up in the movie that kind of, like, brought you back down to earth where you're like, oh, yeah, this is, like, just a cheesy Hallmark movie. Yeah, and like, I will say, though, like, our notes stopped, like, before the end of the movie because I think for the last 30-ish or so minutes – we were just so into like the ending of this movie that we didn't even like we we there was nothing to make fun of. Yeah, this movie kind of got itself together towards the end. It there, did. And it was like it we're going to be a real movie. Snaps. Good job. Good job. Good job, Hallmark. Good job, Hallmark. But like, there's dumb stuff. Like, one of the first scenes in the movie, they're in like in a conference room having some business big businessman meeting. Yeah. Thing. And there's and there's Christmas decorations up because the movie starts off right before Christmas. And then they go to the next scene where they're in a separate office, but it's like the same decorations. You can tell it's a different room, but it's like they just kind of like, all right, cut. And then they took all the decorations, just just moved it over to this next spot. Yeah. And to clarify, it wasn't just like another office in the same building. Like it was a completely different company. So they were at like one building um, pitching their pitching their marketing company to this other company Mm -hmm. and then they went back to their own company back to their own office building and the same decorations were there um obviously this is done to save some money because these these films are not like super high budget um but when they panned back to or cut back to like their old office or their their own office words are hard guys um i was like those are the same are they did they Wait, are they in the same 
building? I'm confused. Um, same thing with uh, this chick's house. Was that her sister? Who? Who? Like, her friends were at a house together, and then she came late. No, I, I think guess it was, was her friend. Yeah, it was her friend. Like, it they're seemed all, more they're like, like her group, sister. No, they're a group of friends. Anyway, so her friend's house has the same decorations as like her news office. Yeah, I don't know if you noticed that one. Oh wait, wait, I did remember. It's not her sister because remember she was. An oh, only she's child. an only child. You're and right. And last time I checked, only children don't have siblings. Okay. Someone needs a fact check on that. Thanks for but your. I'm pretty sure. Thanks for your. Thanks for your helpful input on that feeling saucy yeah you are feeling saucy today um and then something that was refreshing was her boss very out of character for these type of movies yeah usually the bosses are like i don't give a fuck if it's christmas you're working or they're like who cares about this stupid holiday like i'm gonna need you to work 12 hours today like you know like some dumb shit like that but this this chick's boss was like go home like go go home and then when the hard-hitting story came up later that um that what's her name we haven't even gone over anybody's names yet oh man I you for- guys were so bad i forgot her name what is her name Ooh. sarah it's not sarah um wow we can't even remember i remember that the main guy's name is tom he was tom tom Sadie Kelly Kelly why don't that still doesn't sound familiar but it is Kelly it's funny how you can watch one of these movies and just never know anybody's name just never pay attention to the name it's fine anyway so Kelly Kelly is a news producer we should probably lead with that Kelly is a news producer and her boss who works in news isn't like yeah you have to work she's like instead she's like go home like you you don't just don't stay here all night like just go like have fun or whatever and then when the hard-hitting story comes out of tom at the marketing company um and the marketing company is doing some shady ass shit um like her boss is like i can tell that you really like this guy because like you you don't want to you know you don't want to like go after this story and usually you would and then she's not like you're dating him. Get in there. Get the scoop. Like, she's not like that. So it was really interesting to see a, a boss that wasn't like that in yeah. these movies. I think she's just a burnt out boss. She's burnt out on her job. She's so she's like, over. whatever, I'm I'm out. Now that we're past those kind of typical little tiny things, <laughs> we, okay, so here's the premise of the story. Um, so... Kelly is a really hardworking news producer and the the kind of premise is that she never hangs out with her friends or she always is like turning things down. Basically, she always says no and her friends know her to be this person that always says no. And so she's like, you know what? I'm going to say yes. This is my New Year's resolution. I am going to say yes for a month. I find several things wrong with this. Okay. First of all, you're planning for your resolution to end after a month. That's week AF. Isn't it? Yeah, but I mean, for someone like her who is turning down everything and not spending time with her friends, like that's that's pretty good. Like a, a month of solid like 
I'm going to stick to this. It's pretty. It's probably better than most people's New Year's, New Year's resolutions. You're right. I think I am being a little bit hard because, like I said before, I guess, earlier, like resolutions, they don't have to last the whole year. They don't have to. You don't have to do them all at the same time, blah, blah, blah. And, okay, the, the point, the point, it was supposed to be a little experiment to see how she feels at the end. So, okay, fine. I was being a little harsh. It's just the competitive nature in me is like, you're only going to do it for a month. Wow. <laughs> what you're a like, little bitch. I would have done it a month and two days. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway she's at dinner with her friends um when she's talking about this and then tom is at dinner at the table next to them with his work buddies his bank buddies and he's like um you know what i bet i can go to this this table next to us and guess what all their resolutions are um and whether they're going to meet them or whatever yes something like that and um so it makes it sound like he's this like super smart wise intuitive guy that like can read people Mm -hmm. so he goes to the table where kelly and her friends are at and he's like he doesn't even guess they're each individual things like that's what he made it sound like he was going to go to the next table and be like okay you your resolution is this. He doesn't do that. He just sits at their fucking table and goes, okay, uh, who has a resolution to uh, exercise more? And then she's like, wow, I said I was going to go to spin class more. Yeah, if, and it's like, he, it's not... If he would have said, you right there, you're going to go spin class, and she would have been like, oh my God, how did you know? Yeah, then I would be impressed. Then I'd be clapping, but... Like, but- yeah, this they the whole thing, they were like acting like he was like so it was so impressive that he was pulling these out. And you know the things that he named? You know what they are? You know what they are? Exercise, finishing a creative project, and um like some sort of dieting or like having like a cleaner diet. And you know what? Those are the three like top those all three of those are in like the top 5 or top 10 of New Year's resolutions. You know how I know that? Because I looked it up. Mm. Yeah. And so they're all sitting around like, ooh, so impressive that, oh, that he knows this. No, they're resolutions that are common to everyone. Don't be mistaken. Tom. Tom. And all you dumb people that think he's so like, oh, so impressive. Anyway, so yeah, he literally lists like the most well-known ones and then he gets to, um, and then like uh, Kelly doesn't raise her hand for any of the easy ones. (laughs) And he's like, now you, I'm intrigued by you. You didn't raise your hand at all of the obvious easy ones. What is your resolution? And she's like, saying yes to things. And he had a perspective that I really appreciate. What was that? I don't remember. That saying no to things is essentially the same thing as saying yes to other things. So they're having their cute little like back and forth banter. And he goes, no, no, no. Now think of it this way. He's like, you're not saying no to going out. You're saying yes to staying in. I like that. I like it a lot because that would be my loophole. If I, if my resolution is to say yes to things, then I'm going to use that to say no to as many things as possible. (laughs) Yes. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying no to shopping with my mother. I'm saying yes to having dates with 
myself. You, you're a genius. I mean, I'm not a genius. Tom is the genius. Tom is the genius. He finally showed us what a genius he was. Sorry to hate on you a minute ago, Tom. I'm not. It was dumb. It was pretty dumb. I mean, but I didn't write it. But yeah, like that, that was a really wonderful perspective. And now I would love to have a resolution where I say yes to things by saying no to other things. Because if I'm saying no to other things, then you bet your ass that I'm, that means I'm saying yes to other things. I'm not saying no to getting up early. I'm saying yes to sleeping in for beauty purposes. That... There is no, that is not flawed logic. That's all. the best motherfucking logic I've ever heard. Solid. Shit. Airtight. Air fucking tight. And if anybody out there has examples that they want me to, that you think that I can't say yes to without saying no to, bring it on. Bring it on. I'm going to find a loophole for every fucking scenario that you could throw at me. Bring it. Yeah. So Kelly here, she sticks, she's decided that she wants to do this New Year's resolution. She's going to say yes to everything. Yep. And she expects her friends not to exploit this. Oh, yeah. Of course they're going to exploit this. So they make her do everything in the book. She's out here doing polar plunges, doing some weird, what we thought was going to be a 5K. It turns out it was just like a weird little... 45 second race yeah we're gonna get to that that was weird and and she's like getting frustrated like oh i have to do all these things like well yeah because you're you haven't done anything with your friends in a year and they're like mad at you so like they're gonna make you work for it well she wasn't just exploited by her friends she was also exploited by her fucking job like the number one if you are a person that loves to say no to shit and your resolution for a month is to say yes the number one rule is to not fucking tell anyone what are you doing yeah what if there's something you really should say say no to then you're screwed yeah because you have she straight up told everyone i'm gonna say yes to everything for a month and then all of her friends are like no fucking shit. Let's fucking roll. Uh, you have to do this. You have to do this. You have to do this. And then like pretty quickly, she's like, oh, and like obviously regrets her decision because she opened her goddamn mouth. Same thing with work. She told everybody at work and work is like, ooh, we're going to make you go do things for news stories and it'll be fun. It'll be like, it'll be like your own little segment for the month where we, where we, do footage and and put stuff on our show about like all the things that you have to do and she's like me, 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 i feel so exploited she didn't say it like that but that's how she's acting mm -hmm. and it's like well that's your own damn fault for opening your goddamn mouth part of me wishes that one of her friends during this whole thing like they would have been hanging out like hell i have to run to the bank and, like they start walking to the bank they're like almost to the door and her friend like turns to her throws a bag to her and then says, put this mask on. And she's like, what are we doing? We're going to do crimes. And you yeah. have to say yes. Yeah. She can't say no. Okay. They did specifically say it was like social things. But I mean, robbing a bank is basically something social. It's a fun date idea. <laughs> BRB, we're going to rob a bank. F 50 fun date ideas. 
number 32 <laughs> rob a bank together i mean seems legit to me yeah i like that do you, you like it as in like we're gonna go do it or like you like it because like haha funny i think it's funny but if we were gonna rob a bank i'm not gonna say it on the internet oh no you got that's a good point wink wink that's like me oh my god that's like me being just like kelly out in herself so that everybody takes advantage yep we're not gonna rob a bank if you're law enforcement and you're listening we're not gonna rob a bank we don't do crimes no no crimes so anyway she's got the most savage friends they remind me of my my own friends like they kind of call her out gently though gently um but then like when they were like when they found out that she was gonna say yes to all social things they were like <laughs> like if you can imagine mr burns from the simpsons <laughs> magnificent or whatever it is that he yeah. says um and they're like they literally were just they waited until midnight like when on new year's eve at right after midnight her friends are like so you're gonna come do this with me right knowing that like she ab she already said no to doing this this one thing it was the polar plunge mm -hmm. um or whatever they called it the ice plunge yeah they didn't call it the polar plunge but it was the polar plunge yeah. um and for anybody that doesn't know what the polar plunge is crawl out from under the rock that you're hiding under um but it's where in february typically like you raise money for some organization um i've done it for special olympics before and um you run and dive into like a freezing lake um for money and i guess everybody's entertainment and so it's it's for good cause i highly recommend that everybody do it um at some point in your life but um but her friend she already said no she already said she wasn't going to do this so her friend waited until she couldn't say no to ask her to do it again and then she was stuck and that's just friend savagery if i've ever heard of it so part of her like new year resolution is there when they're at the restaurant and they're talking about her her new year new year's resolution um she the guy tom essentially like inquires on whether she is willing to like go on a date with him and she was like i don't have to say yes yet it's not you know i still have whatever like one day and three hours or something oh no 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 no. it was that night she's like yeah. i still have three hours so i can say no <laughs> okay loophole ma'am um and then she but she writes down her number really fast and puts it in his jacket with a note that says um for after the new year or something like when she has right. to say yes um basically like conning herself into a date that she said she didn't want to go on um but so anyway that happens and then every event that she does for like the news station because you know they've exploited her right, um, right. and created a segment for her um to for everybody to enjoy the exploitation of her saying yes and not saying no um every single one of these events tom and his marketing company are there what they're the they're the official marketing company of milwaukee wisconsin yeah like there are no other marketing companies that do anything this marketing company works with everyone and handles their operations like they're at every event and they're like running the event that's not what a marketing team does no a marketing team like 
markets the event and promotes the event even but like they're not like on the ground like running operations yeah that's more of like an event management kind of thing and that's not what they do yeah like like at one at one point they're at like a chili cook-off and like dude tom is like running around like oh we've got to get some chairs and we've got to do this and like tell me where the cornbread is oh you've got your chili like you're all set up like it it was just like that's that's not your job and like you don't need to be at every every single event i don't i don't think that's how it works whatever company whatever their company is like that's what they do it's very strange it's not normal yeah they apparently do it all anyway so the very first event um that they happen to be at which that means it's fate because like his marketing company and her news station they they just show up at at all the events together they just happen to be there and for some reason they're surprised by this <laughs> okay um, so the first event is speed dating. And if I recall, Dustin, you had some very strong feelings about speed dating. Yeah. So out of all the people you've ever met in your life who have told you about their love story, me and Joshua met at speed dating. Have you ever heard that sentence? No, no one has ever met at speed dating. Have you, if someone listening has ever met their significant other through speed dating, please tell me. Because I don't think speed dating even exists. I've never seen it outside of movies. Yeah, you don't have to have met your partner at speed dating. Just if you have done speed dating, please let us know. Because like Dustin said, he does not think that it exists. I think it's one of those movie things that doesn't exist, just like career day at school where your parents come in and tell them about their jobs. That doesn't exist either. I've only seen it in movies. pretty sure that it exists. Never seen it. I'm pretty sure both of those things exist. And do you know why I think that? Wrong. Why? Oh, okay. Well, why? I think that because art is based on reality. And so if these are things that have happened then or like in movies or tv shows then they are more than likely things that are that have happened in real life i once saw a movie about talking bees called bee movie okay that's a little far out of context i don't think any of that's ever happened i've never met a talking bee we're getting way sidetracked right now. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Do you hang out with bees regularly? No. I got okay. stung by a bee when I was a kid. Okay. Well, he probably oh. stung you because you weren't listening. No, he stung me because he was trying to eat my apple, and I took a bite of it. He stung me right on the lip. It was probably his apple first. <sighs> Whatever. We're fighting now. <laughs> okay. Well, you don't really have a basis. My opinion is that speed dating is real. Never seen it. Okay. Well... Now I have a new project for um, a future punishment for Dustin. To go, oh, no. Oh, no. My wife is sending me speed dating. <laughs> That's a headline. Somebody do a news story on that. Weird. Anyway, so, yeah. First first event, speed dating. Um, nothing super crazy happens here. You know, it's your typical whatever. They end up talking for a while. Anything, Yeah. Uh, The second event is where this race happens. And 
neither of them knew that the other one was going to be there. And so they show up and they just like run into each other and they're like, you're here. Oh, you're here. Oh my gosh. Like, blah, 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 blah. So anyway, this event, they have like these numbers on, they have like jogging pants on, like they, they are like ready for a fucking workout. And then it's like this 45 second obstacle course. It was a lot of work for little payoff. Like, what was the point of the numbers if they weren't, like, racing? They really look like they're about to go run a 5K. They did. And, like, I was convinced for five minutes that they were running this 5K. And then they decide where they they just they didn't even know that the other was going to be there. And then they just decided, like, 10 seconds before they their race started that, like, the two of them were going to go against each other. I feel like... Any kind of organized race, be it an obstacle course or whatever, a 5K or whatever, I feel like you and your partner, like you've already been partnered up with somebody 10 seconds before your race. Otherwise, how do you know that you have somebody to race? You want to know how cynical I am? Lay it on me. When they first walked up with their numbers on, I was like, they're going to run a marathon. I was like, this movie's going to be so ridiculous that they're just going to start off like running a marathon with no training. And then I was like, nah, they're not going to do that. They're going to run a 5K. And then they do their stupid little race. Yeah, this dumb little obstacle course. It was weird. It, and, you know, had they not made it seem like with the numbers and all that they were running a 5K, I don't think that we would have been as surprised. Um. But they also had, like, the news out there. And I know that, like, the news was out there for her to be doing this thing. But, like, you would think that it would be a bigger thing to do. The gift card was, like, $50. That was, like, the winning gift card. But, like, for who? Because they could only race two at a time. So was this, like, elimination rounds? Was this, like, a bracket style? Like, what what was happening here? We'll never know. We'll never know because they didn't tell us. Maybe in the sequel. What sequel? There's not going to be a stupid sequel. Anyway, so these were just the events. Their first actual date when they actually decided to go out was to a hockey game. And mind you, this is set in the year 2021. That's when the movie came out. It's got all the technology things. It's got smartphones. So, you know, like you can assume that it's in 2021, right? Would you agree? Yeah, Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So then tell me why when they go into like the hockey like arena the tvs that are on like that are inside the arena are very clearly showing hockey footage from like what 2002 maybe whatever stock footage that hallmark decided to use for this was clearly outdated very outdated it really i like i wouldn't put it in like the 1990s yeah probably not that early but but it was it was it, it was, was old it was pretty old. It was pretty old. And, like, I just don't know how they thought, like, how they looked at that. And they were like, yeah, seems believable for 2021 with all of us judgmental bitches out here. <laughs> they really tried it. Don't they know we have a podcast where we're judging this stuff? D- judging by the five listeners that we have, I'm going to go with no. <laughs> anyway, so the third date that they go on, it just keeps getting fucking weirder. So they eventually agree to go on this like whole day date thing, which is like three dates in one, one day. 
like the first date is that he is that he uh, Tom asks Kelly to go to his like niece's birthday party. And at this point, they've known each other for like two weeks. What if she's a fucking psycho? Yeah, first first off, weird. Too soon. Yeah. Not good. Super too soon. I mean, I met your parents before we started dating and they scared me um, at first. But like, that's different. Usually you don't meet people that's that's an outlier you don't usually meet your significant others parents or families like so quickly in hindsight it was weird (laughs) (laughs) but at the time it seemed kind of normal yeah so so the third date or the third day whatever it is um the first date is to his sister's house for his niece's uh, birthday party and then the second one they're at like a cat like a board game cafe um, which we have one of those. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the third one was going to this gala. And so a full like 12 hour day of events, which is a lot for like a third date in my opinion. Um, but anyway, so she gets to his sister's house for the birthday party. She gets in the door and he's like, oh, this is my sister. Um, I forgot her name. Not important. And then he's like, this is Kelly. And then, like, his sister introduces Kelly to, like, the rest of the people in the house, presumably, like, his other family members, and is like, oh, this is Kelly. And then immediately, oh, my God, I can't get over it. Immediately, she goes, um, Kelly, would you help me with the cake in the kitchen? And she. What? She right away said yes, which she has to do. Yeah. But she but it wasn't even weird. She's like, oh yeah, sure. But like who old fucking pals. does that? I didn't like it. It was uncomfortable. That's not how you treat a guest. Like when you're a guest in like you don't just like meet somebody and like they've never been to your house before. They've never met you before. And then as soon as they, like they're already uncomfortable in your house because like they don't know you. They're trying to act a certain way. And then like instead of just leaving them be to like maybe get to know other people and kind of get a little bit more comfortable in the space and get comfortable with the people, you immediately put them in the spotlight and immediately like take them even further outside of their comfort zone and is like, Come help me in the kitchen. No. No. If anybody ever puts me in that position, I'm going to be like, no. I'm sitting right here. And then they're going to kick me out of their house because I was mean and weird. But I think it's weird that you ask somebody to help you that you don't even know a complete stranger. Like, if anything, she should have asked her own brother. Like, hey, I know you. You know me. This Can you come help me with your niece's birthday cake? And then anyway... Or would you guys both like to come in here and help me with the cake? That's still a little weird. Yeah. But it's a little bit more acceptable. You don't alienate somebody that is brand new to your house that you've never met before. Like, just to alienate them. That's fucking weird. And really mean. (laughs) Kelly, would you like to serve the cake to all the guests, please? (laughs) Like, no. (laughs) No, she's here on a date with me. Like, she's not here to serve food. Yeah. (laughs) That's funny. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so then she she says yes. She goes into the kitchen to help with the cake. And lo and behold, there's nothing to fucking help with the cake. The candles are already in it. His sister is just lighting the fucking candles. It was just an excuse to be like, 
So what do you think about my brother? Okay, still not a conversation that you have with somebody that you've just met after you are barely dating this guy. Yeah. It's still weird. It's weird. So anyway, they hung out like four times and then they were like in love or something. That's how that works. They literally saw each other a grand total of like seven times. And they went on like three to five dates. I say three to five dates because there were three dates in like one day. That counts as one. Don't don't try to fool us. Well, Kelly counted it as each individual event was. Okay, because you have so much experience dating. I do not. I didn't think so. So, yeah, that was the whole cliche about it. They hung out like four times and then they were magically in love. I'm not saying that you can't fall in love pretty quickly. I have, I think the the shortest time it's ever taken me to fall in love was like three weeks, maybe a month. I know it sounds weird, but like, I swear to God it happened. Anyway, that's... I mean, that's the movie. Basically, what happens the rest of the movie is that uh, she ends up sort of exposing his banking company, which for some reason he thinks is completely innocent. He works for a bank corporation and he's like, no, these are good people. They would never do anything wrong. What world do you live in? Has he ever heard of a bank? Like, has he ever heard of, like, a corporation? Like, this isn't, like, a mom-and-pop shop that just, like, takes care of everybody. They're a motherfucking bank. This is why you can't be too positive all the time. Yeah. then you're just stupid. Straight fooled up under that bus or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. Straight fooled up under the bus. I don't know. It's just whatever came out of my mouth. You should get that tattooed on you. Some wise <laughs> words. Just like right across, like like a neck tattoo, like where I would put no regrets yeah, with an A. Yeah, up under the bus. Yeah, straight. I don't even remember what I just said. <laughs> anyway, tape. so this guy, yeah, this guy definitely thinks that his company is like, he's like, they're good people. They would never do that. And then he finds out that they're not good people, that they did in fact do that. And they're trying to cover it up. And so he quits his job and exposes them on the media and um, then they live happily ever after, we assume. At least until St. Patrick's Day. At least until St. Patrick's Day. When the resolutions have, like, really worn off. This bitch ain't saying yes to shit. She's saying no. She went back to saying no to everything. And he's like, I liked you better when you said yes to everything. And she's like, Tom. He got too drunk at Mardi Gras. She got mad. They took separate cabs home. Nobody takes a cab in 2021. Whatever. They don't have Ubers in Hallmark movies. You're right, though. Yeah. Before we get into the ratings, I do want to share one more fun fact. Oh, I need my sound. Fun fact, there we go, um, that I just find that this is like kismet, I think is what they call it. Um, so a fun fact here is that the there is a William Shakespeare line that Kelly quotes before she does like the New Year's plunge, which we call the polar plunge. Um, that quote came from the play Twelfth Night, 
whose name is a term for the epiphany, which takes place on January 6th. And January 6th is uh, today. This is this is when the episode comes out. Look at that. That's so, fun. So, like, talk about a very kismet ending to our season with this New Year's, with this quote that is related to this, that brings us back to the date that we are releasing this episode for this movie. My mind is blown. <sighs> okay. So, the ratings. Um, like I said, this was actually, we are not the only ones that thought that this was a pretty good movie. On IMDb, um, 6.7 out of 10, which is pretty good. That's, that's pretty high for your typical, like, hokey holiday movie. Yeah, that is, that is really, really good. Yeah, usually they're, like, down around, like, the 4 point something, 5 point something, maybe even 6, like, point two. Um, but 6.7, not bad. Um, three out of five stars on Letterboxd, which again is is over the the average point. Um, and <laughs> oh, you're giggling. Um, if I'm being honest, I almost have more to roast about some of these reviews that were left than the actual movie. Oh, that's interesting. I know. I that usually doesn't happen. Usually we like roast the shit out of a movie and then like we agree with some of the reviews. Mm -hmm. yeah, but yeah. like some of these reviews where they were rated like really really low just are totally just roast worthy. Way more than the actual movie. Um one of my personal favorites, oh my god, they're all my favorites, but this one is just it I think it gave it like a 1. I think it was on IMDb, gave it a one. And I, it says, and I quote, so bad it hurts physically. And let me tell you how physically is spelled. It is spelled, and I shit you not, F-Y-S-I-C-A-L-L-Y. It's spelled physically with an F. F as in Frank, my friends, not a P-H. No, no. It's so bad, it hurts physically with an F. Do you know what hurts me physically? That spelling? That spelling of physically. Pretty bad. That hurts me physically. Yes. So fuck that comment. The other one, this one, I don't even, whew, I don't even know what you call it. It's like... This person, like, really took this way too seriously. Like, they watched this hokey holiday movie that's supposed to be cheesy and fun and really to be taken quite lightheartedly, and they just turned it into some, like, freedom rider something. Um, they said that they would have given it a 7 out of 10, which makes a lot more sense, but they instead decided on a 4 out of 10, and I quote, because it demonizes the corporate while honoring the media. And then goes on a little bit further to say, I know the corporate hell and treachery that goes on in a office while also knowing the deceit and manipulativeness of the media. I choose neither, so I won't cheer for either for, quote, exposing the other. That's kind of deep for a Hallmark movie. All you had to do is watch the movie and just... 
have a bowl of popcorn. Like, bruh, it is not that serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know that there are issues with the media sometimes. You know, we know that there are issues with, like, corporate America, big greedy corporations. But, like, this person took, took it to the next level. Like, she could not just be happy with a a dorky movie about new year's love and 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 setting goals and falling in love like she she just i assume it's a she but um it could be a he um i don't know i would have to go back and look but like they really took it to the next level of just really taking it so far out of context you're supposed to watch these movies to take yourself out of those kind of things. And they, yeah, they could not. This person would take like a baby bunny seriously. Um, now this, I did say that the other one was my personal favorite, but this next one really gets me. The title of the review is if I could give this zero stars, I would. And then mm. in the body of its explanation, they say, Chalk another one up to a wasted hour, just had to turn it off. Yet, you wasted more time leaving a review you supposedly wished you didn't have to leave. If I could give this zero stars, I would. Well, then why didn't you? By not leaving your stupid comment. They're trying to warn the rest of us not to waste our time. But I did not think it was a waste of time because I enjoyed it. No, I thought that it was so, so good compared to so many of them. Like, it was so much better. But, like, just the fact that, like, they're complaining about their wasted time. They're complaining that their time was wasted and that they didn't want to give it any stars as if anyone is forcing them to leave a review, as if anyone is forcing them to leave a rating like they're like ugh, i have to give it one star because zero stars and keeping my mouth shut just isn't an option yeah it is yeah it fucking is and you're complaining about your waste of time and yet here you are wasting more time leaving this review get fucked bruh boom mic drop don't drop the mic Oh, shit, sorry. Those are expensive. Aw, oh, man. <laughs> That's a real mic drop, guys. Yeah. Okay, so for our own ratings, I like this one so much. I'm giving it eight and a half out of ten champagne bottle pops. Eight and a half out of ten. Is that your highest rate at one ever? I think so. Hmm. I'm pretty sure the the highest that I had before this was like in the seven range. Okay, have to go back and check. I'm not sure if I've given anything that high or you have either. I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. 8 out of 10 completed New Year's resolutions. There will never be that many completed New Year's resolutions. No, never. But one can one can be hopeful, just like Tom. One can dream. Tom was a hopeful guy. He Tom got, was very hopeful. He got the girl. For now. Till St. Patrick's Day. Dum, dum, dum. It's time for our punishment challenge. Oh, boy. Pew, 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 pew. Can we just go ahead and put that sound in there? 
There we go. Okay, so our last punishment challenge of this season. And I think that we came out with a banger of one. Um, we are going to do a New Year's resolution relay race. How interesting. How interesting. You might wonder what the heck is this and how is that going to work? But let me tell you, we looked up we didn't even really have to look them up. We looked up some resolutions that are the most like common, some pretty common resolutions. And we kind of made just a little relay race out of them. Yeah. You know, all your typical, your, all your typical resolutions, the ones that everybody's doing. The ones that everybody's doing. So um, let's see what we've got today is get more exercise. Okay. Um, save more money. Save that money. Save that money. Shout out Lil Dicky. Um, get in shape, which I know is like the same as getting more exercise, but for the sake of our game, we're doing something different for that one. Um, the fourth one is get organized. Mm, okay. And the fifth one is drink more water. These are all great resolutions. Yeah, these are all great resolutions that probably 90% of people have because they're that common. Um, and what we're going to do for each one is uh, Dustin is going to go first. You ready? I'm ready. He's ready. He says he's ready, but can he beat me? Um, the first one is you have to do five jumping jacks. And then we have a pile. Oh, that's the get more exercise one. And then we have a pile of change here. And after you do five jumping jacks, you move on to picking out uh, a dollar in dimes. But the dimes are all mixed in with all the other change. So you just kind of have to find them. Uh, moving on to get in shape. And we've cut out little shapes on paper that we have to tape to their spots so we have little shape cutouts and then shapes drawn on a piece of paper and you just have to like tape them into where they belong, which means the square goes where the square goes, the circle goes where the circle goes. Not like that TikTok you see where the guy just likes to put all of the shapes in the same hole. Goes in the square hole. Goes, <laughs> where does it go? That's right, in the square hole. <laughs> and then this, the poor girl that duets it just pretty much has a mental breakdown. Arch. You guessed it. Arch. It goes in the square oh, hole. Um, bless her. Shout out to them too. Uh, and then you move on to getting organized. And this one we thought really long and hard about. We wrote 10 letters on index cards and just mixed them all up. And you just have to put them in order. Okay. And then the final one is you move on to chugging a glass of water. And chug, 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 chug. I will be shouting that the whole time. Uh, and then you hit the timer. So whoever does it fastest is the winner. And whoever does it the slowest, <coughs> Dustin, wow. um, is the loser. So let's go. Let's go. And Dustin is ready in three, two, one. Oh, off to a pretty good start. Off to a pretty good start. He has done his jumping jacks. He is moving on to the change. I think he's like halfway there. Look at all those dimes. Come on, buddy. You got this. You got this. Oh, slowing down a little. Might want to go a little faster. Is that 10? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. Okay. 
Get those shapes in their place. Get those shapes in their place. Get those shapes in their place. Am I helping? Uh, no. No? Am I harming? Oh no. Well, you get to do the same thing. So Yay. Is this where you're going to like fall? You're taking your time here. I don't think tape is your friend, is it? Maybe you should um practice wrapping presents more often like I do. Ooh, one more shape left. Two, oh, oh wow, with still three shapes left. Finally, two shapes left. Why are you so mean? Just commentating. And one shape left. He's got one shape, folks, one shape. He is at one minute and 25 seconds. All right, what's the next thing? Um, get organized, get organized, Dustin, get organized. We made this one super complicated by picking 10 letters. H, I, J, there he is, he's got it. And chug that water, chug it, chug it, chug, 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 and stop the timer. Two minutes, one second. All right, Ashley, are you ready? So ready. All right, in three, two, one, go. Five, all right. It's down to the dime counting. She is moving quick, folks. Oh, my God, putting me to shame. Oh, you lost count? You want me to start yelling numbers? It goes in the square hole. It's round. It goes in the square hole. Everything goes in the square hole. What are you... No. That's supposed to be in the square hole. See, you have the rhombus. It goes in the square hole. You're kind of killing it right now, which is very upsetting. All the tape was just not cooperating. Well, I didn't want to use too much tape either. I was trying to be environmentally conscious. Right? Do you know your your letters? Chug, 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 chug. Let's go, let's go. Come on, chug it, chug. You're just taking your time because you know you've got this in the bag. That's kind of unfair. Yeah. Yikes. 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 Ouch. Now, usually when people are like the winners, like they're the ones that are getting interviewed. But Dustin, how do you feel? I feel really bad. What went wrong? Um, tape. 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 It did get you. Yeah, I think what I was doing was trying to make really small pieces of tape. And and it was messing me up. If I would have just like gone with the longer pieces of tape, I might may have been a little bit better. But here we are. You want to hear something funny? 
Okay. Neither of us even thought of just taping it to the paper. Like, just both of us went straight for, like, folding the tape over and putting it on the back and then sticking it instead of just flat-out taping it to the paper. I didn't know that was... I thought that would be against the rules because you, when we were talking about rules, you said tape to the back. I oh, you're right. I did say that. I just I I guess I accidentally decided for us. I don't think that would have saved you though, because I'm pretty sure I smoked you by like 33 seconds. Yeah. You can chug though. I'll give you that. I cannot chug. That's why it took me so long to get that water down. Yeah, that's the only thing I felt good about. I felt okay about the dimes. I don't know. You went pretty slow on the dimes. I'm not here to knock you down. I'm kind of here to knock you down. I thought I was okay on the dimes. Okay. I was also less of a trash talker than you because I'm I'm a nicer person. Was that really distracting to you? It was pretty distracting. Do we need like a redo? No. All right. It's not against the rules. I'm just nicer. I just thought you were going to. Oh, so like then you just, it was a missed opportunity for you then. Yes, correct. Mm, that's too bad. Yeah. Maybe next time you'll be meaner. Maybe. We'll see. All right. Well, Dustin came in at two, two minutes and one second, and I came in at one minute and 28 seconds. So Dustin will finish out our punishments for us. Yep. Thanks for joining us today. We love you guys for listening. Don't forget to check our socials throughout the week to see what new shenanigans we're up to next. Like us, follow us, share us with your friends, family, and your pets. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at the Hokey Holiday Review, and on Twitter at Hokey Holiday. We want to hear from you guys. Leave us a comment, send us a message, or an email, or a carrier pigeon, and especially, especially drop us a review. They help us so much in finding new friends. And we'll catch you next time. Keep it cheesy, hokey homies!